All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brooklyn Boxing Podcast. I am here with the monster, Edgar Berlanga. Thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, watch your fight this weekend. Brooklyn is buzzing. The world is starting to follow you. 16 and 0, 16 first round knockouts, looking to make it 17 this weekend. I mean, you are just a, a highlight reel right now. So talk me, talk to me a little bit about your journey so so far, and um, you know the run you've been going on. Yeah, um, you know this journey has been amazing. You know, um, in the beginning, a lot of you know rough um, rough things. You know, a lot of rough things in the beginning of my, of my career. You know, I wasn't really you know, um, financially stable, me and my dad, you know, uh, we was with, uh, with, with Holyfield Promotions in the beginning. I started over no promoter, then I got with Holyfield Promotions. I made a little buzz in New York being with them, and then, um, you know, they went out of business, so I was basically a free agent, man, and then, you know, top rank came out of nowhere and just, just scooped me up, you know, and it was just, since then, it's just been sky's the limit. Yeah, I mean, you've been on fire, man, and, and what's it like to have, you know, you're fighting... For Brooklyn, Brooklyn has such a rich history of, of champion boxers, but then also Puerto Rico, you know, you got Carmelo Anthony, Fat Joe, a lot of big time people starting to back you, promote you. What's it like having those, you know, New York, Puerto Rican icons uh, back you right now? Um, like, you know, it's just uh, like I always, I always say, right, you know, like the more you win, you know, more people is going to come. And, you know, a guy like me that, you know, that I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, you expect me to be like cocky and, you know, arrogant, but I'm the opposite. You know, I'm humble. I'm a people's person. I'm a, I'm the people's champ. So, you know, um, for me, it's mostly about just me knocking everybody up, but also as a person, I'm a good, I'm a, I'm a good person, you know, and um, I'm very humble. And especially for what I do, I'm, I'm super duper humble, man. And, um, you know, it's just a blessing to have these type of people, you know, actually behind me and not just um you know just a guy a friend on on social media but people in person that i've hung out with that they dropped you know a lot of knowledge on me you know coming up because you see like Carmelo anthony he's in different industry basketball but it's it's all leads up to the same thing at the end of the day you know with the fame the money you know just a lot of things it's just different sport you know basketball you got you got fat joe that raps you got me that that i go i, I go inside the ring and i fight um, but it just leads up to the same thing, like I said, and you know they just drop a lot of um, knowledge on. Me. And is it a is it a switch that you flip like entering the ring when you become the monster? You say you know you're a good guy, nice guy out of the ring, but you're certainly not that um, when you get in there with your opponent. So talk to me about maybe the mindset change when you enter the ring. Where's your head at? And you obviously are a vicious puncher. So you know how do you become the monster in there? Um, you know, it's weird because, um, you know, uh, for this camp, just me walking into the hotel yesterday, you know, I just felt the switch automatic. As soon as I seen the camera come, you know, come on, it was like, oh, yeah, it's on. You know, like, it's fight week, you know, like, I was in camp, but I came over here and it's just, it's just different, man. The energy, you know, the energy I bring, man, and my presence is just on a different level, you know, and right now... You know, I got something to prove Saturday. You know, I got a lot of doubters out there that's doubting me. You know, a lot of haters out there as well that's hating on me and wishing and praying, wishing and praying on my downfall, you know. So that's really what, what motivates me, you know, and, and what and what pushes me, 
to go harder. You know, I'm, I'm ready to just, you know, perform and do my best, not just do my best, but, you know, perform to my best ability on uh, this Saturday. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you train to go all 12 rounds. You haven't been out of the first round yet. Damon Nicholson is a guy who's been talking a lot about bringing you into deep waters. Um, do you have pressure on yourself to get guys out of there in the first round? Are you looking for that knockout or do you just take it as it comes? And if they can't handle what you bring, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, if a guy, if a guy, if I hit a guy with my best shot and he stays there and he's just, he's normal, then I'm going to throw a hundred more shots and let's see if he could take it, whether we go into the second, third or fourth round, you know, in the gym, man, we, we push, I push myself to the limit, you know, like I'm sparring three different guys. I'm sparring three different fresh guys and taking them out, bringing one in, um, getting the rounds in eight, 10, 12 rounds of sparring. I'm training extremely hard in the gym, man. So, for me, you know, I'm, I'm very well prepared for anything that happens on Saturday, and we 100% ready. Um, you know, he's talking about bringing me into deep waters, and I hear a lot of that, man. A lot of listen, man. There's nothing that he got that I've never seen before. You know, what I'm saying like I've done seen it all. I've seen every styles. I've been in there with Russians. I've been in there with with Cubans, the Cubans. I've been in there with so many fighters, man. You you wouldn't even understand as an amateur just coming up, you know, competing overseas. Um, so whatever he brings to the table is nothing new, you know. Um, for me, towards him, he just better be prepared mentally for what's to come. You know, um, I'm just a different type of person, a different type of animal when I get in that ring. You know, it's, and for me, it's kill or be killed. He's going to have to kill me. Would you be interested in acquiring rounds in there? Not that you're going to take it easy on him by any means, but if he did happen to last until the fifth, sixth, seventh round, you still get the stoppage. Would that be something, you know, you'd be happy with just to get a little bit more rounds under your belt? Or is it just not under, un, under your concern right now? It's just get these guys out of there. And if someone can last, eventually they can last. Yeah. Um, if I get him out in the fourth round, you know, whether my, my job, I'm, I'm getting him out of there regardless. You know, that's just my mentality. Like I said, I have a killer mentality. I'm I'm a totally different fighter when when I'm sparring and when I'm in the ring, you know, because now it's like, you know, sparring, you're working on technique, you're working on different things, you know, certain times, you know, you gotta work on your jabs. But fight night is like is you you do what you do. And for me, it's like I gotta perform, you know, is 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 uh entertainment, you know, it's uh it's a performance that I have to do and I have to get the job done. So even if I get the job done in the fourth round, I'm still gonna be happy. If anything, I gotta at least let the world know that listen, oh, this kick a fight. He 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 not only he could punch, but he has a good jab, he has good feet movement, he has good head movement, you know, he gives angles. Oh, this kick has the whole package. Talk to me before I want to get into uh Felix Trinidad and touch on some of the Puerto Rican history of boxing in a second. But first, I just wanted you to maybe give the listeners a little insight into what it's like to have that type of power, what it feels like to knock someone out for you. Um, is it just like hitting the sweet spot on a baseball bat? Does it, do you look for it at all? Or is it just, um, you know, you just have that God given power and when you land, they can't take it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, all right. So like my mom said, is like when I come out first round is like, keep my hands up tight. You know, because sometimes, you know, a lot of guys, you know, if they're afraid, they'll, they'll fight off being a fear and they could throw a wild shot. You know, so my thing is to always keep my hands up tight, use my jab. But most importantly, I'm trying to hurt off the rip. I'm trying to hurt the guy. You know, every shot that I throw, I'm trying to 
not overextend my punches. But if, if I'm going to land, I'm going to make sure I land clean. And if I want to, if, if I'm going to hit him in his face, I want to break his face. If I want to break his jaw, I'm going to aim for his jaw and I'm going to put his jaw this way. You know, if I want to hit him on top of the head, like I did with Eric Moon and knock him unconsciously, then I'm going to do that. You know, and if, or I got to go to the body and break him down to the body. I'm definitely doing that as well. So it's just a mix of different things. But as far as, you know, like just the target being there is like, I want to hurt. I want to hurt. It is none way around it. Like, I just want to hurt. I want to make sure when I touch, it's like, oh, fuck, you know, like, damn, this dude is hard, you know, like, oh, damn, you know, and then even if it goes past the first, the second, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to do it and break him down. Even if the guy comes forward and he's putting pressure, I'm still going to use my jab, be smart, box, use angles, you know, and use my jab. But most of the, like I said, most important is to just hurt. If you're not in, in boxing to, to hit and to hurt somebody, you shouldn't be fighting. Yeah, I love to hear that. And I love, you know, it's a it's an old school mindset, I think. And a lot of guys uh, that I've talked to an, an older fighter, fighter, Michael Alajade, who uh, was in the Hearns Hagler era, he fought Tommy Hearns. I've done a few shows with him. And he always talks about how he wants to see guys nowadays that if they feel like someone shouldn't be in the ring with them, get them out of there. And, and yeah. that's the mindset you seem to have. So I, I can't I can't wait to check it out on Saturday. But I did yeah. want to talk too about uh, Felix Trinidad. I mean, obviously a Puerto Rican legend, um, a guy you looked up to as an idol and you had a chance to meet him, talk to him. I know he said he wants to be at your fights um, as soon as, you know, fans start coming and everything. Like, what's it like to meet your idol like that and have him say, hey, I'm a fan of you? Um, like when I when I because when I met him, like in person, it was um, I was um, I went to his hometown in Cupe Alto. And it was like, he had like a whole bunch of people there and stuff. And like, I, you know, I sat down with him and we was just talking about, you know, his career and stuff. And then I got emotional. Like, I started like, my eyes started getting watery because I seen this dude, man, since, since I was freaking two years old, you know, fighting. So for me to be there with him and I was just watching, he was sweating. Like, he was sweating crazy. Like, he had sweat all over. He was just so hyped. Like, he had me there and then he had, you know, his, he had fans too still there, like, screaming his name and stuff. He was just going crazy. And then, um, you know, like I asked him for coffee. I'm like, yo, let's drink some coffee. He started going crazy. Oh my God, cause it was like six o'clock at night. And then uh, I was gonna go, like we was like four hours with each other. Then I was gonna leave and he begged me like to go to another town where he's from. And when we went there, it was like freaking like 30 people, 40 people there screaming his name, Tito, going crazy. And he was like, no, 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 Edgar, Edgar. So I was like, damn, this dude's so humble, man. It's crazy how much they love him, you know, like, People told me that when he fought, that the whole Puerto Rico stopped for him. You know, like the drug, even the drug, drug wars in Puerto Rico that was going on, they'll stop. You know, a lot of people in the street won't be in the street because they staying down to watch uh to watch Trinidad. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible. He's like the crime stopper. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh, I can't imagine meeting an idol like that, having him now a fan of you moving forward, Puerto Rico. And Mexico have a huge rivalry in boxing currently at your weight. You know, a couple Mexican champions, Benavidez and, and Canelo, guys probably, you know, in your in your sights coming up soon. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, potential matchup down the line with those guys, what that would mean to you, and also reigniting that Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican versus Mexican rivalry in boxing. Um, that's gonna be a big fight. Uh you know, like he right now, you know, um, kind of looks like at the top of the top right now, out of food chain. So, you know, for me, 
I'm like, you know, I'm down here, you know, but I'm working my way up. Uh, but I just, for me, like for that fight to happen is is just not him, it's, it's me, you know, cause he's already at the top. So it's like, I'm climbing. So I just, for me, I just got to continue to win, you know, look good um, in all my performances, man, and just keep continuing to perform. That's the most important thing and win. And um, I feel like that fight would join it by itself. You know, it, we won't really need nothing to, 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 to boost the fight up because of the situation of Mexico and Puerto Rico. And that's just something big for boxing. Um, especially like, we not, we not like at a lower weight class, we had a high weight class at 168. So it's two big, bigger guys, you know, rather than like, you know, Trinidad when Trinidad fought, like, you know, with the Mexicans, you know, it was a lot of lighter weights. And now it's like 168 is super middleweight, Canelo Alvarez, you got myself, you know, God willing I get to that, to that level, which I will. Um, and I'll see that fight happening like in two years. Yeah, it's going to be a massive, massive fight, especially if you keep this insane streak going of knockouts. Um, but also, you know, you're becoming a, a family man, baby on the way. If you don't yeah. mind, maybe maybe talking about how that's going to change your motivation, how that's added to your camp and and uh, your training. Yeah, um, you know, like now it's like now I really, really, really have something to fight for. You know, I got my family now and I got a, a baby born away. So, you know, it still haven't hit me that much i know it's gonna hit me the day that he's born that i actually i'm actually holding him in my arms um but uh little. it's gonna be crazy man like i know like my dad told me he said when you see that that little man in your hand he said it's gonna change your life like you're gonna look at life totally different like a lot of things that you was doing before you're not gonna do now like a lot of things that you know events that people want you to go you're not gonna want to go because you're gonna you're gonna want to stay home and just be with your, your son and your family most definitely. And everyone in New York is, is so excited for you this weekend. You can't wait to watch. I think, you know, you got New York, Puerto Rico behind you and it's, yeah. it's expanding to the, to everybody. Cause everyone loves to see a guy who, who gets knockouts, who comes forward and is a vicious puncher. And that's exactly yeah. what you are. And uh, you know, we can't wait to watch that. So thanks so much. For the hey, time today. I got my guy right here, Alexander Zayas. I don't know if you, you probably know him, Alexander Zayas. He's 18 years old. He's also signed with top rank, 147. He's a few, the future from Puerto Rico right here, too, as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he's the next one coming up, too. You know, we, we coming up together as the same generation. We on the same car, you know. So, we you know, we sold out the arena as far, you know, as long as we're with Pitufo and all the other Puerto Rican fighters, man. But this is one of the futures of man, Puerto Rico. This is my man right here, man. Thank you very much. Again, it means a lot to us to, you know, fight for Puerto Rico and put on a show, put on a show in Kissimmee. Yeah, awesome. If you guys want to shout out uh, social media and where to follow you guys, go. Man, you guys can follow me at Xander Zayas, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You'll find me, um, you'll find me there. And again, thank you for the support. Thank you for the all the love. Me, Ro Edgar Berlanga, Instagram, Twitter, Edgar Berlanga Jr. And Facebook, Edgar Berlanga. So it's simple. These are the two champs right here, man. Yes, two champs yes, of Puerto Rico, man. And we're going to be looking to, you know, blow the roof off again, like I said on Saturday. 100%. Let's go. Goes down Saturday, top rank. Everyone tune in for some action. Two stars right here on camera. Let's go. Let's go.